This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We spent way too much time complaining about the league. I would like to point out the Florida State's still in it, so go Seminoles. I am Team Florida State getting back to what they used to be. said this before. When FSU was at their peak in the Bobby Bowden era, that was about as much fun as college football was going to be. I mean, they were unbelievably exciting. They were dominant. You know how many losses they had in a 14-year span from 87 to 2000? 19 losses. Total. Total. 14 straight years, at least a top five finish at the end. At least AP top five. Actually, the last of those years was fifth. Everything else was top four. An incredible run, as good as anybody has ever had. In a different era of college football, by the way. Back when it was way more mm, random to win a national championship. So I'm here for t- Florida State being back. Um, so I want I want that out, out front. And we'll talk more about what it means to the ACC going forward. But there's a big game coming up in about two and a half weeks in Charlotte that I think North Carolina has to win uh, because they are carrying the ACC flag into that. I don't know if Adam Smith agrees or not inside Carolina. At Adam underscore Smith underscore IC. You have almost as many underscores as Victoria does yes. in her X handle. Uh, how are you, my friend? It's too many. But, I mean, Victoria is my favorite person in sports media, so that, that checks out. But you know what? You took you were telling a Florida State story there, weren't you, when you brought me on? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I, for whatever reason, when you, were, when you were going through that, I was magically transported back to, I'll never forget, covering a Wake Forest. FSU game back in the day, and Wake had a running back named Micah Andrews, mm-hmm. and Wake had beaten him that night. I think it was a Thursday night game, although I could have be wrong on the date. But I'll never forget him saying, "Man, you see those spears on those helmets, and you think they're gods." Yep. <laughs> like right. That was a great quote. I mean, because that's that's what Florida State that the base that was what they were. I mean, they yeah. were they were the dominant force. Or a dom, not the dominant force, but a dominant force in college football for a decade and a half. And I know they had a really good run under Jimbo Fisher for four or five years, but basically they've been just eh since then. And well, look, they can complain all they want. Uh, let me talk. Let's let's talk about the Tar Heels. Uh, not so much yeah, the Tar Heels. And it's fine. No, no, I did it. I I screwed the whole thing up, Adam. Um, the <laughs> I don't want to talk so much about the game uh, coming up in two Saturdays, uh, but how are they right now dealing without Tez Walker at wide receiver and the uncertainty? I mean, it's, uh, you know, you feel like it's a collective holding of the breath, you know, like um, I think for UNC, part, there's so many different angles to it. There's so many different layers to it. And um, it's such a, complex it's straightforward in some ways but it's complex in others you know they just don't know when they're going to hear back from the ncaa they don't have right 
they don't have a timetable. And <laughs> uh, as you very well know, I mean, the NCAA will just they drag its feet on anything. Um, <laughs> so I mean, think back, think back to the Butch Davis. I, mean, I oh, wow. bring this up. Carolina fans will be driving <laughs> off the, the bridge right now. Remember the Butch Davis days when you know, yeah. he, it was literally like a Where's Waldo type situation in pregame warmup mm-hmm. um, because you didn't know who was going to be held out or who was going to be able to play. I mean, it was like that on a weekly basis. But um, you know, if you go if you go to to UNC practice, which we do we do every day, um, you know, Tez Walker is out there practicing with the first team. You know, he's a, he's a starter at one of the outside receiver mm-hmm. spots, and they are they are sort of we've written you know they're taking like a confident look at this they're taking an optimistic a hopeful a confidentistic a confident view of okay. this thing and um you know they're they're planning on him playing i don't know if that is misplaced but that's how they're at least preparing now when we get in a week and a half into game week and you're really a couple of days away from yeah. playing preparing for south carolina I don't know if that changes. I don't know if he's not practicing. Um, I don't know what you do there. You know, I don't know if he's – I guess he would not be in uniform if he's not eligible on September the 2nd in Charlotte. Right. But yeah. um, if you're at practice, he's practicing. But, you know, as as I'm sure you've covered, you know, you know, Mac talked yesterday uh, after practice, and, you know, he, he – he said, I'm banking on Charlie Baker, Baker right. you know, the new president of the NCAA. I mean, he essentially called him out. He did. Uh, it's like, not like Charlie's going to make this decision. <laughs> it was a great line where he said they're sitting up there in Indianapolis behind closed doors. I mean, it was a, you know, yeah. it was a classic sort of Mac Brown. Um, uh, we're going to put, you know, they're, they're putting, they're trying to put the public relations sort of full mm-hmm. court press on the NCAA Good. here. I'm, I'm, they, they, Here's the thing about Mac, Adam. Um, I wish he wouldn't have said that it was unfair when you could always transfer. Because I don't think it was. I did, 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 nobody got – the players benefited. <laughs> that, what's, I don't understand what's wrong with that. If a player wanted to tra- – players aren't transferring for any other reason other – I mean, there's NIL reasons. But at this point – I mean, the good players, they want to play. They want to play in meaningful games. So I have no problem when a play, if a player wants to do that. Um, and I wish Mac wouldn't have said it was unfair when it was only one transfer or when you could always transfer and it was unfair now. I, I just wish he wouldn't have said that. But Charlie Baker, here, unfortunately. I've always, is, been, I've always been for paying the players and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pro player. So same here. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, it's, it's funny. We, we, we spend all this time talking about athlete welfare. Uh, and the NCAA has almost actively fought against that without really fighting against that. Uh, what is their plan B if Tez Walker can't play? Well, then it becomes a situation of where I think you're going to see some some lawsuits. Um, like, well, Matty, first, I'm, you know, okay, just setting that aside, I'm talking about who are the go-to receivers. There, there's this Heisman <laughs> Trophy quarterback. That we really want to see throwing the ball uh, to guys who can get open and get down the field. So what yeah, are they looking? Right. What are they looking at? <laughs> uh, for what is Drake May going to be looking at if it's not Tez Walker? Well, here's the deal. Our, yeah, the the defense is another story, but they are deep at receiver. They're deep at running back. They're deep at tight end. They have that. You know, they UNC did lose Josh Downs and Antoine Green to the right. NFL, but they they have plenty 
of weapons. It, it just just to touch on Tez, I, I personally think that if Tez Walker plays. Adam Gold in studio with my friend Coach Pete Theroux Capital Financial Advisory Group. One of the things you do is you plan for worst-case scenarios. Yeah. Why? Well, because it happens. For instance, you're 65. You're thinking about retirement. You've got a million dollars built up in your 401k. You never rolled that money into a lifetime income plan, and the market tanked, and most of your money in 401k was in high risk. Let's prevent that, putting some of the money you have in a lifetime income environment, then you never worry about market downfall. So call us. We'll show you in writing if you call right now. 888 or you could text Adam to 600-700, and maybe you get some coffee, too. He, he could take UNC from good to great. I think UNC will be good this year. Mm-hmm. I think with Tez Walker, they could be great. Okay. Now, I could be totally wrong about that. That's just my opinion. But they have plenty of guys. You know, Tez, obviously, was a transfer from Kent State. They got Nate McCollum out of the portal from Georgia Tech. He looks a lot like Josh Downs. I mean, okay. they're the same build. They're both twitchy. You know, really shifty slot guys. I mean, he could really, you know, Josh Downs called basically was a hundred catch machine the (laughs) last two years for the Tar Heels. But I don't think you're going to see those numbers from Nate McCollum. But, you know, I think he's, I think he's going to be a go to type of target. I mean, they they have guys on the outside. JJ Jones has played a lot of snaps. Kobe Pesor is sort of a underrated receiver who, when, Josh Downs was hurt last year. Antoine Green was hurt last year. He had some monster games at App. He had a huge game in the Holiday Bowl against Oregon. Um, he's a guy that can produce. Gavin Blackwell can produce. They, 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 have, they have the weapons. And, I mean, they certainly have the deepest tight end room in the ACC. I'm not sure how that <laughs> – I'm not sure if the ACC is known for deep tight ends. But they certainly have three guys at tight end in John Copenhaver, Bryson Nesbitt, and Kamari Morales that – it mm-hmm. could start at most places and um and you know those guys those guys should be really good so i think i think drake will have plenty of guys to throw okay. to and i i don't think his production will fall off it's just that with walker 63 on the outside and he can just fly he just sort of he, he's just sort of a difference maker in what he can give you down the field over the top all right let's let's move to the other other question that will either uh, allow North Carolina to be really good or prevent them from being really good. Uh, Adam Smith inside Carolina is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Um, I thought, as even though they tried to soften it last year by saying, I know we were, we, we were ranked last, but we really were playing better. I don't think their defense at any point last year could be considered good. Um, can, do they have what it takes to be good? I'm not even asking great, but good on defense. AG, I think they'll take average. I think if you're a <laughs> UNC fan, you would take <laughs> rising. I, I'm not trying to be mean right, or, no. or funny, but like I think you would take just average because if you look at it, um, you know UNC won nine games, won the Coastal Division, mm-hmm. went to the ACC championship last season, and a lot of it was in spite. Of that defense. Right. Now there were moments where they came up with some game sealing, game clinching mm-hmm. plays. Sure. But there were other moments where, you know, the numbers that Drake May put up last year, the yards that he threw for, the touchdowns that he threw for, he led them in rushing. <laughs> uh, right. There's only six quarterbacks since 2010 that have put up those numbers in college football. Four of them won the Heisman Trophy. Um, you know, they, they won a lot of those games in spite of that defense. Right. Dead last in the league. Uh, one of the worst in the FCS, FBS in sacks, mm-hmm. pressure rates, 
you know, like it was, you know, total QBR against, it was not good. But um, I don't think there's any way that could be worse. <laughs> well, um, that's encouraging. <laughs> I mean, they have two legit. They have two legit star type players at linebacker, mm-hmm. in Cedric Gray and Power Eccles. Yes. Cedric Gray took a long look at going to the NFL after last year. Didn't like the grade that he got. I mean, I think some guys would have gone, but he wants to be one of these first day, first two day picks. Mm-hmm. And no one had more tackles in the FBS last year than Cedric Gray, the UNC linebacker. Right. Um, you know. I think that they can be, you know, deep on the defensive line. They have to mm. be able to create more pressure, and they have to be able to try to generate some more turnovers. It's just stuff they didn't do. Um, and in the defensive backfield, they're completely remade, remade yeah. from the top down. Dre Bly is gone. That was a controversial, contentious thing. I mean, one of the greatest players in Mac Brown's history. Yeah. Um, and he's not around anymore. And they've got they got a new cornerbacks coach in Jason Jones. They're going to have new starters at cornerback and Marcus Allen and Elijah Huzzy. Yep. Um, they have new safeties through the the transfer portal. Um, and you know, it's interesting the way Gene Chizik has phrased it. He's sort of phrased it. You know, the pressure up front starts in the back. We got to be able to hold up on the back end to be able to get to the quarterback. Sure. Um, so I mean, I think they can be improved. I think if they're if they if they're healthy enough. They can be improved, and um, you know this is this is a situation where Gene Chizik was, and he's a guy who's won two national championships. Yep, he was the defensive coordinator at Texas under Mac. He won as a head coach when Cam Newton did some pretty good things at Auburn. <laughs> uh, you know, he's I mean he's a proud guy. He's not one of these boastful guys that goes right. around bragging, but he was embarrassed by some of those numbers they put up and some of the way the, the narrative around UNC is being, you know, just wonderful on offense and dreadful on defense. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they come out like against South Carolina on the defensive side of the ball. Cause that's where you're, if you're a UNC fan, that's where you're like laser focused. Can we be better? Cause that yep. can be the key or probably will be the key. In two of uh, North Carolina's best eras, right before I got here in the late mid uh, early to mid nineties uh, and actually maybe mid to late nineties. And then, in that Butch Davis run for just a few years, Carolina was great along the defensive front. And if they can be good on the defensive front, I think they have a chance. If they can't, Drake may win us a bunch of games. Uh, Adam Smith, I appreciate your time. We will do it again soon. Uh, enjoy practice or whatever you're doing on this Wednesday, sir. Uh, thank you so much. You bet. Always great to catch up, A.G. You got it. Adam Smith from Inside Carolina. Almost as many hashtags as Victoria. Almost. What is he? Uh, is he just one or two shy? Uh, he's got two. One. He's got two hashtags. Yes. All right, so you have you have three. Yeah. I always like to give five or something <laughs> like that. All the cool kids do. Are you struggling to get a good night's sleep? Look no further than Parkway Sleep. For 20 years, we have been your locally owned and operated sleep center. I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Did you know that people are waiting a staggering six to eight months for a sleep study at other sleep labs? At Parkway, we understand the importance of your sleep needs. That's why we offer openings within weeks, not months, saving you time. Don't let sleepless nights take over your life. Visit us today at parkwaysleep.com. Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sound sleep, sound health. 